Get away with the things that he says. He is so racist. Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Peterson. Thank you for being with me. We'll get to your questions and answers on our chat line as uh, soon as Jay present them. And good morning, everybody, again. Good morning. How y'all? Good. Well, no man is good. All is well. And welcome to the first time visitors. I'm glad you're here. All right. If, uh, is that Will? <laughs> well, you've been up in the desert? <laughs> he looked like Jesus come down from the mountain. <laughs> what happened? Just been living life. Are you all right? Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> 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 look like Moses or somebody? I'm surprised I recognize you. What's up? Nice music, though. Oh, thanks, yeah, I didn't realize you could do that. Yeah. Really good. Thanks for sending it to us. You're welcome. Yeah. How's things going, Will? Things are going well, thanks. Did you uh, finish your movie? Nah, man. One of the actors got weird and uh, that, that spiraled out, you know, so. You still going to do it? Well, I kind of wrote it for that person, so... I don't think so. Just give it to someone else. Yeah, I might. Write it for them. Yeah. But I've been doing more music, too. So. Oh, good, man. Yeah. It's good to see you. Yeah, you too, Jess. So, anybody have any questions before I get rolling? It's a fellowship. It's not a teaching thing. Anybody have any questions? Yes, Raymond. And then right here. Okay, this concerns an incident about roughly a week ago. I, okay, when I was going, I was going to a health uh, health food store when a cop uh, when a cop opened the door for me. I thanked him for that. He said, "No, thank you." I was wondering, what do you have? What do you? I did to thank him for him to thank me for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I went there. <laughs> right here, I just said, yeah. Amazing. So my family, they all say they're Christian, but they go to a church with like a woman pastor and they, they say all this, they have all this carrying on about, you know, all this stuff is okay when, when you know, it's all the homosexuals and everything. You know, you, you can sort of tell their hearts in the right place, but how do you, how do you sort of get them to know what's right? Well, just be a good example and mm-hmm. be honest with them. Perfect answer. Thank you. Yeah, that's all. Be an example. I was thinking about... Anybody else? All right. I was thinking about life. And uh, life is amazing. It really is amazing. Once you're born again of God, it is easy. It's amazing. And the opportunities that uh, opens up for you is mind-blowing. Things that you never imagined would happen. And what's so interesting uh, interesting is that it's like magic. It's better than the word magic. But once you're born again of God, it's like really just being. Life is just being. And you're looking at all this crazy stuff happening around the, in the world today. And it looked crazy. It just seems so dumb. It just, but I understand it because it, it's the children of Satan who are fighting one another. And that's what they do because in the world there is no 
love. But once you are born again of God and you allow yourself to grow because we are a spirit, most people don't know that we are not a physical. We are really a spirit. And once that spirit reconnect with, with the Father, it overcomes fear, doubt, worry, insecurity, hating your fellow man, uh, no judgment at all, but you can be honest. It is really an amazing way to live. So I want to just tell all you that because God does love us. When he brings you back into the kingdom, you have to be patient and allow yourself to just grow as you do as a little baby growing up. You can't do anything about your growth. Likewise, when you were born again of God, you just relax and grow. It's unfortunate that the, um, the churches have taught the wrong thing. And it's hard for a lot of people to overcome that teaching. And life is not working. If you learn the Bible, your life is not working. Because you intellectually know it, but you're not overcoming anything. And that's why people say, oh, no one can be perfect. Or we all sin until we go to heaven. How you know you're going to heaven? You may die and not go to heaven. But you can overcome. Men can become men. Women women can become women. And it's a perfect way of living. So I encourage you to do the silent prayer. Go and forgive. And everything that you've learned, let it go. Don't remember the Bible. Don't remember the past. Don't remember the future. Just totally live in the present, and life will just unfold for you. It's really mind-blowing to see it. If it wasn't happening to me, I wouldn't know about it. But it is happening. So you got to be patient and doubt every thought that you get. Every thought is a lie. And what made me think about this is because of all this stuff going on, this so-called racist stuff that's happening, the people burning down and robbing and stealing, and white people are scared. I didn't know white people were so weak. What, any the white people here? <laughs> A whole lot of them, huh? What happened to the whites? I, I just never thought I would see white people just lay down their weapons and give up. No wonder Hitler took, did Hitler do the Jews or the Jews did Hitler? Hitler did the Jews. I see now that why he was so Hitler convinced the Jews to give up their weapons, right? Yeah. That's how it went. The story goes. I used to think that could never happen in America, but it can. It can happen. The blacks can make the whites give up their weapons right now. If you don't get your weapon, you're racist, and the whites will give them up. Now, once you give up your weapon. Kneel down. Whites are kneeling down to the blacks, kissing their feet, washing their all in the name of Jesus. I don't even understand that kind of thinking. Really, I'm looking at this. I'm like, are all white people on pot? You have to be high. And then the whites are not allowed to even disagree about racism. You can't even disagree. It's a one-sided story. You just have to say, yes, sir. Yes, sir, master. Yes, sir, master. When my master said racism exists, I say, yes, sir, master, racism exists. 
that is crazy. How do you just give up? I would die before I give up my freedom like that. Really. You might as well be dead. It doesn't even make sense. And I'm looking at these people having conversations. I was looking at Oprah show. And she had all these people on a screen light. And they all sitting back having a conversation about racism. And I'm thinking, how do you have a conversation about something that doesn't even exist and feel good about it? They're all experts or whatever they're supposed to be. And they're having a conversation about something that's not even real. And they're acting as though it's real. It's crazy to see it. It's just, it's just crazy to see it. Right here. I mean, anybody else see it? Don't agree with me if you don't agree. I understand. I, Racism does not exist. So It's a made-up lie word. It's like coming home from work and my wife's tell me, if I had one, you've been out cheating. No, I haven't. I've been at work all day. You're five minutes late. You've been cheating. And she's mad about something that I didn't do. She's like really, really mad. Now we have to argue all night. I have to make her go sleep on the couch. I ain't sleeping on the couch. <laughs> One thing, you're never going to put me out of my house. And you ain't going to put me out of my bed. If you're that mad, you get on the couch. <laughs> and so you can't prove to an angry person that it's a lie. You're mad about nothing. And so I don't understand why the white people won't have the conversation anyway. No, I'm not a racist. I don't know what that is. I may hate you, but I'll, I'm not racist. <laughs> and, then in, uh, and then I'll get to you, buddy. In uh, Georgia yesterday or sometime this weekend, some black guy had a fight with the cops. You can see him fighting with the cop. I mean, there's bar with two white cops. The guy steal the taser, looked like he stole the taser from the cop, and he started running and shooting at the cop, it appears. The cop shoot and it killed the guy. And some protesters go out and burn down Wendy. Wendy's, right? Was it Wendy's? It was Wendy, right? Yeah. 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 It wasn't Popeyes. And then, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I'm like, and then they say, well, well, the man, the man, what did they say? He didn't deserve to die or something like that? Yeah. He did deserve to die. If you fight with the cops, resist arrest, you deserve to die. Especially if you shoot at the cop. I mean, just fighting them. They can't even, the white people can't even say, well, yes, he did deserve to die. What's wrong with y'all? Okay. I just wanted to say, um, it's interesting how it's like a cycle. It's a cycle of hate. Yeah. So it's like, I've noticed, I heard my cousins talking about something and then they said white people. And when they said white people, they said it with, with such hate, such venom. And I'm, I'm just like, wow, like, and it's, and you can actually hate on white people in public. Yeah. And you don't, you don't, you don't get shame for that. And it's, it's but interesting. But the white people take it. That's why. Yeah, they can't even If they didn't themselves. take it, it wouldn't happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And so it's not racism. Keep the mic close to you. It's, it's hate. Yeah, it's hate, hate is real. It's not racism. Hate. hate. Absolutely. You know how when your wife beat you <laughs> and you don't fight back? Right. 
She's going to beat you as long as you don't fight back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you go to jail. And so I'm trying to figure out, I still, if I had to defend myself, I'd just go to jail. But I'm still trying to figure out how it, oh, and then I saw your hand, right? Oh, and I, okay. Okay, I was, go ahead. I just grabbed the mic. Okay, go ahead, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So in those type of situations when you're, like, having a conversation with someone and they they have that mindset, right, that they're just, like, against cops and they're just, like, oh, all about racism, right? Well, the field that I'm going into is trying to be a police officer, so I'm going to school for that. So my argument, like, well, not my argument, but I try to say my side because there's some things I don't agree with, with what they, you know, just, like, they're just, like, oh, all hate towards cops, you know, but my thing is, like, it's not, I feel as if it's not the uniform, it's just the person who's wearing the uniform, yeah. you know. It's there, there. they went into the position that they went in, and they should have already known the things that they should have been doing instead of, you know. But my thing is that, just like how he was saying, like, um, all, it's all over social media when, especially when a white person says something to a black person, they're just sharing this videos all over social media of these Black people just bombing on these, this white man for just saying one thing, you know, and it's just like so much hate, and it's just like so like oh my gosh, like what what is this like? Are we just do we just sit here and just watch? Like is there like what can we do? We just you can speak just, up number one, right? But, but don't hate, right? No, don't. So hate. if they calling you name, you white, right. blue eyed devil. Yeah, so the video you let them call your name, but you just speak the truth. <laughs> See, that's why. So on this video, there's a white man comedy. And he's like, that's not right for like four people to be on one man, you know? And they're like, oh, you get what you get, you know? You, he said that he deserves it, you know? But this. Man, this other black person commented, and he's like, oh, don't listen to this cracker, blah, 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 right? And I was like, whoa, okay, so look at you just call this right. white man a cracker. So I, I was just reading the comments, and I was watching the video, but obviously when I heard cracker, I was like, whoa, okay. So nobody's going to point out that he just said cracker. So that's what I posted, right? right so on. then he was like, the guy was like, oh, it wasn't, what's the word? It wasn't a derogatory, what? Like a, oh. Yeah, it wasn't derogatory. It's not a derogatory term. So basically, it's not an offense. So, the, so I was just like, okay, okay. So then the white man commented. He said, no, it's a compliment. You know. So he I was like, look at he just, Yeah, he called him a cracker. But look at how the white man just said, oh, it's a compliment. He just let it go instead of <laughs> saying, no, that was racist. You know, like that. Just, I'm sorry, Do we have any crackers here? <laughs> <laughs> I know we got a whole bunch of N-words here. <laughs> oh, amazing. Look, those people are angry. They have no power at all. They only have intimidation. And if they can intimidate you, they can control you. But if they can't intimidate you, they cannot control you. So that's why you must be born again of God, because once you are born of him, you have no fear. And whatever they call you, it doesn't matter. You will be able to stand up and speak the truth. But you cannot have anger. You can't fight it with anger. You'll come out fighting in the wrong way. And so that's why I'm telling the white guys who hate the Jews, we have any Jew haters? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we have Jew haters. You're not supposed to hate. It's fine to disagree, but don't hate because if you hate, you know, you're going to come out fighting in the wrong way. And then they're going to say, look, I told you, it's a racist. But don't hate. Once you're born again, you have the power inside of you to defeat evil. 
If white people stood up today, this mess would be over with. They would go and sit down and try something else. And this has been in the making for a long time, you know. It's been over the years that this has been happening. Uh, the young people have been brainwashed in the schools, and we all knew it was happening, but we just didn't expect this to happen. It's got, if you don't start speaking up, it's going to get worse before it gets better. You've got to start speaking up. There's nothing wrong with saying, uh-uh, I don't hate you. You got, it's your problem. And if they, I mean, oh, I know what it is with the whites. And then I'll take right there, Nick. And then, and then here and there. No, behind him. Did you have your hand? Oh, I didn't see your hand. Oh, okay. Oh, you raised your hand when I said the cracker thing. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> You're cracking. Um, um, what was I going to say? This thing is going to, uh, if white people don't start speaking up, it's going to get worse rather than get better. And then, oh, I know what I'm going to say. White people, you love your stuff too much. And I knew white was into this stuff. That's why I've been following y'all. <laughs> because white people love first class. They love education and they love first class. And then when I first started flying, you used to, at one point, you were able to get 50,000 miles to be, to, so that they can put you in first class at no cost. And then the white people saw everybody else coming up, they were getting 50,000 miles. Now they raised it up to 100,000 miles. I'm like, what the? 100,000 miles, then you go from the back of the bus to the front. But white people like it that way. And this is their country. They have a right to like it. But you cannot love your stuff more than you love God. You got to love what's right with all your heart, soul, and might along with nothing else. So that's why these people are taking your jobs and things like that. Because they know it means a lot to you. But if, if you just had a good attitude about the job, or you can take it or leave it, and you love what's right along with nothing else, another opportunity would come just like that, and these people could not control you then. But if you love anything more than God, you could be controlled. They'll take it away from you. What the, when, when you're married and your wife get mad at you, the first thing she want to take away is that. And y'all know what that, I can't say because the little girl is here. But every man know what that is, right? <laughs> the first thing your wife want to do is take your golf clubs away from you. And you don't want your golf club taken away so you lick boots. You can't let anything be that important to you. Nothing. Really. Otherwise, you will be controlled. Yes, sir. Good morning, Jesse. Hey, buddy. Samuel did my car. Samuel does mobile detailing. Detailing, car washing, wax. He did an amazing job. I paid him, but he did an amazing job. <laughs> so if y'all need a car wash service, and no matter where you live, in the hood, do you go to the hood? I, I live in the hood, so I'll be right uh -oh. there. <laughs> <laughs> do you do white people cars? Not yet. I'm going Buy to. Yourself a piece of going you to do to white people cars? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> all people cars. <laughs> so I can vouch for him. All cars matter. <laughs> all cars matter. That's right. I vouch for Samuel, so if y'all need it, he's the guy. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I, I wanted to add to what you're talking about, like, the whole, um, the evil, like, Black Lives Matter thing. Yes. It's being taught early. Very early. I'm surprised, because yesterday I was on Instagram, 
I was watching these stories, and then this one girl I follow posted a a video uh, of a I, I believe is a white woman. I don't know. I can't tell because she's recording it. But the video is about six young children, probably from ages to six to ten, and then in the middle is a black girl in a wagon, and they're all pulling her. Like, she's in the wagon being pulled by these white kids, and they're all yelling, Black Lives Matter. Amazing. And I'm like, what? What the? <laughs> it starts crazy. I know. I was like, and, and the lady is like, oh, it's so cute. Like, I'm like, what the? <laughs> white people are so afraid of the black now, they don't know what to do. Mm. I was around down the road the other day, yesterday, Saturday, yesterday. And you know how you stop at the stoplight and white people pull upside you? And you look over, they look away real fast. <laughs> I'm like, they ain't going to play. I started to mess with them at the store. I started to say, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> now if they don't want to do it, if they take too long in the line, I'm going to say, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gotta get past this. This is ridiculous. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, that's that's all. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but that is happening. And the thing about it, the blacks need to know that these people that are doing this, this is not helping them at all. If black, if white folk gave up America, if they let black have all the banks and all the money that's in the bank and all the homes and the buildings, and and, and white people went back to. Well, y'all can't go to Europe. They're doing the same thing over there. Where did you come from before Europe? Well, <laughs> this country would be a ghetto in one month. It really would. Because that ain't the problem. It's the character that's the problem. And if you don't earn your way in life, and someone just give you, give you, give you, it's not going to do you any good. So about white people walking off their jobs and pulling them in wagons and stuff like that, when it's all said and done, black people still be screwed up. It's not going to change. It's the character. I grew up on a plantation under Jim Crow. You didn't see this kind of stuff happening at all. We didn't blame all white people. And we didn't fight with the cops if and when we were stopped by the cop. We knew to follow the law. But so it's not going to help the blacks to give them reparations or anything because it's the character. And these people are burning down and fighting and hating the white people. They have no character. They are immoral people. No families, no good fam families. And they've been brainwashed. If you don't have the character of God working through you, you have nothing. Absolutely nothing. You're an empty shell. What? what, what are, yeah. Yes, sir. And then Cheryl. All right, so I saw this video uh, about a week ago of some city in the middle of the country, and these white people were, were kneeling down and, like, bowing to these black people. And I said, I said, uh, that's evil, you know. No man should be bowing down or kneeling to another because yeah. you're all equal, so you don't need to suck up or, you know, pretend you're a king or anything like that. And then everybody, all these Chinese and Japanese and Mexican – come to me and say, oh, you're a racist, you're a racist, right? And then I say, but I'm half black and half white. 
And they still say, oh, that doesn't matter. You still hate black people. I said, no, I just think that, you know, these these people shouldn't be sucking up to each right. other. And they just can't handle that, you know. Well, I'm glad you're speaking up. Yeah. Somebody got to speak up. Yeah, somebody got to do it. Yeah, this ain't going too far. Yeah. Good, man. Thank Let you. me take Richard and then Cheryl. Go to Richard. Good morning, Jesse. Hey, buddy. So I was going to say, I don't know if you saw that uh, footage in the U.K. They had uh, finally some white people showed up to try and defend some of their statues there. No, and, I didn't see that. And their own prime minister, uh, Boris Johnson, did exactly what the media does here, which is they, they uh, call out the whites for standing up. And they may be, you know, coming out of anger, but the media stacked against white people. So if ever there's a time for them to fight back in the right way, do it honorably, you got to do it now because they're yeah. looking for any reason to paint it like Charlottesville. And rile you up like that kid they set up. They there were armed leftists beating his car to get him to get out of it. He ran some people over, killed somebody, but they don't talk about the fact that they instigated the situation. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Let the mob kill you or beat you? It's so they put you in a rock and a hard place. That's why you have to have love, so they can't put you in that place. You are protected when you have faith in God, and you will see the right thing to do. Yes, sir. White people gotta. I didn't know that white people needed Jesus. If ever white people needed Jesus, you need him now. Whether you're black or white. Yes, Cheryl. And then here and there. Okay. Um, I have a, I was, when I, on the way, I was thinking, which I knew was a bad idea, but um, what are the blacks? What did you say? I said on the way here, I was thinking, which is a bad idea, but what, <laughs> what, what's going to happen when this kind of dies down or whatever, and then the Mexicans rise up and want the blacks to kneel to them? Because there'll be more of them. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, be like, like. Bow down, senor. I mean, what, 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 what are they? Gonna, On your knees, senor. Gracias. What are they gonna do? Because right. if if you can get white people to bow down to you, what yep. makes you think another race isn't gonna let, make right. you bow down? Yeah, it's and, gonna be a war. That's for sure. Yeah. and then and then also, do you think? Or I was just thinking, this whole thing is kind of happening because. Blacks are kind of, we're, we're not that much of the population. And we used to be the soup du jour of ethnicities. Now it's more Latin. And so are they doing this to kind of, we're still here, like you, you have to pay attention to us? Or like, you know what I mean? To, you mean to the black come, people? Yeah, to come more into the um, forefront. Like we're the number one. They don't realize it. Okay. And whoever's using them want a race war. That's what they really want. They want a race war so they can take away our rights. They can control us. It's more about that than anything. Uh, and the, second, the first thing is blacks don't have more. Not all, but they don't have character. They're just angry people running crazy. And it's crazy to think that they say, oh, it's symptomatic racism. Where is it? It's there. No one can see it, but it's there. Well, how do you know it's there if you can't see it? But they're saying it as though it's true, and now white people are saying it. And, and Symptomatic. What is that? That doesn't even mean anything. And it's like, and it's like someone said, it's all evil. It's just evil. It is. And and the one thing that black people can do that's free is to marry each other and raise good families. Yeah, that's and that's more powerful than anything. That's right. But they won't do that, and that's free. Nobody's stopping you from being married before you have the children. White man can't and, stop that. But if they they ignore all of that. And still do whatever they want, but it's like if they do that one thing, they would raise up. A, I mean, they won't talk even about have a, sleeping a conversation giant. about the family. You notice that? Yeah. 
Well, they want to. They, they yeah. do not have a conversation about it at all because black, that's the answer. And I think black. They said Black Lives Matter wants to destroy the family. They don't like that family unit. Right. And, and then I'm surprised that Black Lives Matter was founded by a bunch of fat black lesbians. <laughs> How do you follow lesbians? And they got men following fat black lesbians. I never thought I'd see that. And lesbians don't love God with those kind of radical ones don't. They don't love God. They don't love the family, as you were saying. They don't want the order of the family. But they've got you out there burning down buildings and killing one another. And then Black Lives Matter is just a saying which means nothing. It has no meaning. What does that mean, Black Lives Matter? And? Okay. <laughs> Where's the sweet potato pie? <laughs> It has no meaning. Subset of the big set, which is all of us. The subset is black people. Black Lives Matter. So what now? By saying taking a subset, which is black people, and say Black Lives Matter, because we all know, even the people who are saying that, that all lives matter. We're all children of God. So when you isolate one piece, you are implicitly excluding the rest. So when you say blacks' lives matter, you are saying they matter the most, which why is untrue. Why do you say all lives matter? I do. Why, why do you say that? Because... Do you really believe all lives matter? Every single life matters. Why? Because that person might come into my consciousness and raise me up. So I want them to be alive so that I have the opportunity to learn and grow you with them. You better hope God come in your consciousness and raise you up. Yeah. Yeah, he was first. It's funny to hear that there are people who think all lives matter, but God doesn't care about all lives mattering. You know what I mean? Think about it. If you want to be a drug addict, He'll let you be a drug addict. If you want to live on Skid Row, He'll let you live on Skid Row. If you want to fight the cop and get killed, He'll let that happen. If all lives matter to Him, why would He let that happen? He could stop it if He wanted to. But for some reason, we think all lives matter. Oh, Lord, please save my mama. Don't let her die. And God save your mama, and then your mama kill you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't know if all life matters. That's, that's, it sounds good to say that, but I don't know if that's true or not. If somebody's going to rob my house, they don't think their life matters, and I won't think so either <laughs> if I'm home. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... All these little sayings that people, nothing personal to you, but it's just sayings that people say, and it sounds good, but there's no meaning to it. All lives matter to God too, Jesse, but he will allow us to go down paths that are not... Oh, hold on a minute, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for... Yeah, no. I think all lives matter to God. He Why will... do you say that? Because every experience that we go through during our lives is part of our growth, our spiritual awakening part of our ability, or no, part of us getting closer to God. Well, somebody need to tell Black Lives Matter that. Black Lives Matter, they as I said, Black Lives Matter is created to isolate the rest of us and to elevate one subset of us. You had a biblical question. If I was born in America and I'm not white, am I my, a minority? And what do you say to that? No, you're not. None of us are a minority. All of us are children of God. And I know you talk about the children of the lie, but 
But all lives matter even to God. If you become a drug addict, if you spend your life being angry, if you do not learn from all the things that God is presenting to us in this three-dimensional world, then that's on you, but God still cares about you, and that's why some of us have pleasant ways to learn our lessons, and some of us go through hell to learn and our lessons. And this your wife? I don't have a wife. Oh. I've had three of them. I've been a beta male a long oh, time. Oh, you're his sister? This is my sister. <laughs> you had three wives? I had. No wonder you sound that way. That's the path that God chose for me. But all people are not the children of God. I know. Oh, I thought you said... But all lives matter to God, even the children of the lie. That's Why do what you I say that? Because we are all part of God, and our separation physically in this three-dimensional environment is a tool that God has used in order to grow each of us, all of our spirits. That sounds so nice, but it's just so wrong. But doesn't that sound nice? It makes you want to go, oh, that's so nice. Hey, man, praise the Lord. That's so true. God loves us all. But I understand the saying, but it's so not true. It's still let us go through crap. And he, he might have put us but, through that But crap. the thing, when Satan let his children, put his children through crap, you said? Oh, no, he Satan doesn't. He gave them through hell while they're going through it. But when God, when we have to go through things as children of God, it's a different story. It's not happening to you. It's happening on the outside of you. Because he has protected us. He has put a bubble around us and protect us from the things trying to hurt us, to get inside and hurt us. But Satan doesn't deal that way. God doesn't let you suffer personally from this stuff. We are That's not. why I'm telling the wife, don't love your stuff more than him. And that way when you do start speaking up, you won't be controlled by your stuff. I get that. So Satan makes you suffer from within. God allows you to overcome it from without. And that's the truth. It's so not the same way. All right? Um, wow, so many hands. I forgot. So let me do here. Oh, then Ermis here. Oh, yeah, the young lady. I like the fact y'all fellowshipping. <laughs> I want to tell you this about character. Once you overcome the hate, because anyone who has anger has no character, right? Once you overcome the anger and you come back to the Father and you, you start living a normal life, moral life, and it's nothing like what you think. You're still going to make jokes. You're going to be silly. You're going to have fun. But the real you is living this moral life and everything is good about it. It's like life comes from that. And then all the stuff you picked up while in that fallen state, don't be mad about it. Don't argue about it. It'll fall away. All right? He'll cleanse you of all, all that garbage you use to try to make yourself feel better. So don't worry about that. It will be cleansed. The most important thing is that your heart and mind have been renewed. That's the most important thing. And, and your house will be clean. All right? So if you're still having issues with whatever, don't let Satan make you hate yourself for it. Don't let anyone else, if someone else want to talk about you about it, fine, don't, don't care what they think about it. You will be cleansed. He will take it away. It's all spiritual. All he wants you to do is just forgive, and he will do the rest. He really will do the rest. Is this your first time here? Yeah. Oh, uh, how you doing? Are you cold? No. Why are you sitting like you're cold? Yeah. 
No, I'm trying to put my shoulders back. Yeah, let your shoulders up, man. Shoulders back. He's sitting up there like his wife whooped him this morning before he left home. <laughs> you better be back here by 12. <laughs> so how's things going? Pretty good. What's wrong? I don't know. You don't know? No. What do you mean you don't know? Can't really put my finger on it. On what? What's wrong? Do you see something's wrong? No. Are uh, you free? Yeah. You, you went and forgave your mother? Yeah, I did. Oh, how did that go? Pretty bad. I'm sorry? Pretty bad. I'm sorry? Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Oh, speak up. Well, we had a fight. About you it. had a fight with your mother? Yeah. You threw her from the train? No. <laughs> threw mama from the train. Uh, so what happened? You mean she, like you had a fist fight? No, she got ticked off. So tell me what happened. And then I'll come to you. What happened? You went to your mother to forgive her, and what happened? Um, she got pretty defensive and just didn't had no accountability. So I just kind of stopped talking to her. Do you do you live with her? No. Oh, okay. And did you forgive her, though, anyway? Yeah. Oh, good, yeah. man. Because she doesn't have to admit that she's wrong by anything. You yeah. forgive her, God will forgive you. I know. And I would be done with her. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't call you up and say, you know what, you're right, I'm wrong, sorry. There's no reason to deal with her anymore. All right? So if you like it better? Yeah. All right. <laughs> you need to pick yourself up and carry yourself better. Yeah. If you go down in the hood, the Black Lives Matter is going to get you first. <laughs> Why don't you carry yourself better? You seem like you're scared. Do you know that? Yeah, I know. So what's, why don't you pick yourself up? I guess I don't feel like I have to. You have to what? Um, be 100% confident. Why not? Because there's doubt. Like there's always doubt, the unknown. I don't want to believe everything that I'm thinking or feeling. You shouldn't. Right. But you should carry yourself in a way where you don't look like you're the easy white guy to rob walking down the street. Or the homeless person know that a homeless person take all your money because you look like you're going to give it away anyway. No. You won't give it to them? No. Oh, okay. But carry yourself a little bit like a man, all right? Yes, sir. Don't look scared. That makes sense? Yes, sir. Do you disagree? No. Oh, okay. So you know you carry yourself like that, right? Yes. You're aware of it? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, any, any questions for me? Um... I've lost, like, friends and parents. Like, I brought my parents here. I brought friends here, girlfriends. And everyone disagrees with you. You brought them here to church? Yeah. And they, and you lost them? Pretty much, yeah. Good. They weren't friends anyway. I know. Yeah. But, like, they so had be a, glad that you could see that they were not friends anyway. Their whole thing was that they thought that you were homophobic, transphobic, um, that you, um, yeah, had just views about gay people and... Are they gay? Your family gay? No. <laughs> oh, well, why didn't you tell all that? That's, that's what I asked. I was like, I don't think he thinks like that. Like, no, I don't. I know. Because once you're born again of God, you can overcome anything. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that you cannot overcome. And they need to be told that. So now they don't want to talk to you anymore? Yeah. Oh, good, man. <laughs> I'll be happy about that. And move on with my life. 
because they were fake family and fake friends anyway. All right, so be happy about that. Thank you. Yeah. I lost a lot of friends too, but I realized they really were not friends. But they looked like they were while we were faking it with each other, but they're not friends. Isn't that amazing? Yes, sir. All right. Cool. So be happy. You have a girlfriend? I do. Oh, does she know? Yeah. Uh, she know the truth? She's coming around. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you honest with her? Yes. Are you living with her? No. Oh, good, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but don't worry about them. They're no good anyway. Just wish them well. All right? Yes. Here, and then Irma's, and over there. And then I'm coming over this way. Since... Since we know that the inevitable is coming, which is obviously civil war, civil unrest. I mean, they're saying that they're hunting for white men and white women and their children. And that's their goal to make them feel what they felt. Right. Which I don't know what it is exactly. But um, do you agree that women should start owning guns and protecting themselves? Not just women, but men, too. You have, right. You should be owning that anyway. Okay. But a friend of mine worked uh, with a gun company, and he's up there this weekend training them. He said that every white person in California is up there. (laughs) (laughs) The white man, the white woman, the white child, the new baby, they all buy guns. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, you got to protect yourself because when you call the cop, they won't come. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying this because um, it was a topic of conversation amongst some of the girls here. We have a little group going, and we were exchanging ideas. And I, I got my gun this weekend. Right on. And I also got, uh, thank you. <laughs> and I also got an AR-15. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you don't have any more anger, right? No. <laughs> No more anger. I'm about to say, don't shoot your husband with an AR-15. No more anger, no. no oh, good. No. Um, but I just wanted to get your input because I, I knew, I saw it clearly that it's it's the right thing to do right yeah. now, and I just have to know how to use it. Well, the Second no Amendment emotion. was the right thing to do anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, you, before all this started happening, right. you have a right to the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, Thank good. You. Thanks, you better be quiet, the husband. He's coming for you. Uh, Hermes, yes. And then I'm coming here, there, and everywhere. So yeah. speaking of lesbians, I don't know if you're aware, but there's a uh, march today huh? with uh, BLM and uh, the LGBT people are having a big march today in L.A., just FYI. Oh, uh, this is homosexual march, right? Yeah. The whole month Up belongs to them. <laughs> but... But next month is why History Month. Isn't that amazing? Three years next month. And uh, we're getting ready for it. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm not done. Oh. Um, So, Jesse, what I'm concerned about is what's going on with the police. Um, Yesterday in Northridge, I was just, you know, driving, taking care of some errands, and I came across a rally, a BLM rally. And they're being escorted by the cops in squad cars. Meanwhile, the protesters are saying, you know, F the police, defund the cops. And I talked to a couple of officers, man. These people are demoralized. They are. I mean, it's unbelievable, man, how demoralized yeah. they are. 
I never thought I would see the day when the cops bow down to the enemies. Well, I don't think they have a they choice. They're on their knees. Yeah, I don't think they have a choice because... Well, they do have a choice. Well, you always have a choice. I guess you have I, a choice. If cho- my boss said, bow down to Black Lives Matter, and I'm a cop, you think I'm going to bow down? I quit the job first. Right. That was my point is, I think that you're go- we're going to end up losing the good cops... And they're going to lower the standards further, and the, the kind of cops that are gonna, they're going to get We're gonna have are not going to be quality people. We will have South Africa and America if this continues. So what can we do to support the cops? Second Amendment. And, and then let people know you do support the cops. Speak yeah. up for them. Yeah. Uh, because they think, now they probably, I don't know if they think that, but, you know, they look like all blacks are mad No, they, them. they do. And, and it's just not true. You can tell. And then those uh, people protesting, it was whites, Hispanics, a few blacks. It was over by um, Cal State Northridge. And yeah. half of them, I don't think, really know what they're out there for. Yeah. No, we got to speak up for the cops. Because all black people don't feel that way about them. Right here. And then over there. Yes, sir. So, I was looking at what Cheryl said earlier. Really cost black families anything to do the right thing. That's right. Just do the right thing. It's not okay. It it doesn't really cost them anything to do the right thing. And I'm thinking to myself, how the the common answer I hear all the time is how the black families get into this situation that they're in now. And I hear you say it was the civil rights movement, the Lyndon Johnson's Great Society campaign to put welfare in the black homes. Yeah. But now you have the black politicians and the liberal whites. Right. They don't want the blacks to even know about the order of the family. Right. So they don't mention it at all. There's no dialogue about family. These people need families. They but, need to return to that. But I'm thinking to myself, if 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 they were in... if. They, there was a time where they were in, into the order of God and they had that family unit together. Why, why out of all ethnicities, what did black people take the bait, I guess? Out of, I mean, they were, if welfare is being offered, why didn't Asians take it? Why didn't whites take it? Why didn't, you know, pick, pick whatever, Latinos take it? Why, why specifically do you think it was the blacks? Well, regardless of whether or not that they were they specific. Made the blacks angry about the whole race thing during mm. the civil rights movement. Because prior to the civil rights movement, there wasn't this kind of anger there. But they started this thing up with Martin Luther King and all those guys, and they convinced the blacks that white people hate you, it's about race. Instead of just changing the law to make sure the law governed everyone, they said it was something else. And so once they got them angry, that's when they could bring in all this other stuff. Get rid of the man, we'll take care of you, racism won't let you do it. And it's just been downhill ever since. That's why you got to overcome the anger, because when you're angry, you could be made to do anything. Mm-hmm. You'd be shocked at what you're given into. Well, even so. Like, even the unions started, because when the unions uh, started, they looked for the angry black people to start the unions. And so that's how they got rolling. Well, even even still with that, why, if if the family unit was so strong in the black community, then why did the men not... Why weren't they able to stand up to this push? A lot of them did, but most did not because of the free stuff they were offering. Right. Free welfare, free money. 
And and whenever the social worker would go to your house, you would call and say, I'm coming around next Monday. The husband would hide. If the wife had a, if the woman had a husband, he would leave the house and pretend she didn't have one. But that's why because they were yeah. tempted with the free money and stuff. But I guess the thing, like, do you think that's specific to, towards black families? Because I'm trying to, th- I was thinking to myself, why, why weren't white families seduced by free stuff? Why weren't you know all these other ethnic groups? Oh man, so many people want to respond. Oh, okay. I think because. Uh, White people weren't so saw enslaved by the blacks in this country at the time. They're enslaved now, but they use all that. It's like a payback. You owe the black people. Where white people have been free, so-called free, right? Mm. And that's why they didn't give it to that kind of stuff. I believe that's what they use. Because look how they were crying racism and slavery now. And that had nothing to do with anything. The people who are carrying on about slavery don't even know about slavery. Right. They, they're not aware. My generation was after slavery, I guess, and they did much better and didn't even put that much emphasis on slavery. It wasn't talked about and taught about and into it like that. But these people brainwashed believing that it's slavery. I'm stunned at the white people who are now saying that. Well, the blacks are suffering because of slavery. Well, do you think and that... that's not true. They're suffering because they have no families, they have no moral character, and they hate God. Well, do you think that the generation that um, that was alive right after slavery. Were they more appreciative of of life? Evidently, I would think so. Because yes. I, I noticed because that too. Families, yeah. they had businesses. Mm-hmm. They they didn't even complain about having to go to black schools because it was working. Because I noticed it, it brought the best out of them. Yeah, I'm noticing really s- that similarly with like a lot of immigrant families, like. A lot of immigrants who are like fresh off the boat in America. They love America. They love it, the opportunity that they didn't get in their own countries. Right, but right. then like two or three generations down the line, they're not as appreciative of the country. They're not as appreciative of the rights that they have because they don't – that – what oh. – the alternative isn't as fresh in their mind as their immigrant you know, ancestors Because their parents are not training them up in the right way to go too. Right. Because if your parents train you from day one to be responsible, clean around mm-hmm. the house – Make sure you're responsible. You grow up that way. And one thing about life, and I want to say this, don't measure your stuff with someone else's stuff. If someone else has a big house on the hill, don't feel like you got to have the house on the hill. You get what you want, and you live the way you want to live, and don't compare yourself to anyone, and you'll grow whatever it meant for you will be. Uh, and I think that's what's happening with the uh, immigrants now. They are not being taught in the homes how to work hard, be responsible, and do the right thing. Right. The parents are not teaching it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why they're starting. So when they go, look at these Antifa people, spore, brat, white kids. Right. They're just violent out there because they have not been taught in the homes and they've been brainwashed in the schools. Yeah. The parent is, the father and the mother is crucial to the family, to raising the children in the right way to go. It really is. Black families matter. That's right. But you're right. The family is the number one thing. So stop having babies out of wedlock and wait and get married and do it the right way. You would never have to worry about your kids and teach them to work from day one. And they'll grow up. That's all they'll know. And life would be amazing for them. They can earn a living. They won't compare themselves to someone else. They would just be themselves. All right. Um, Hermes, oh no, 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 right here, I'm sorry.
And then Ermes want to follow up Mark, and, and then here and here. Okay. Oh, man, I'm, not, I'm going to have to end in an hour and a half, right? So it's almost an hour. At 12.30, we got to end it. Last week, we went way over. Yeah. Way over. So how you doing, Jesse? All is well, sir. Um, is this your first time here? No, I came last time. Oh, okay. It's just that my hair was kind of crazy. You're looking. Amazing. Have you seen Nick's hair? The anchor baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it sounds to me like you're saying that it's all about control. A lot of it. Yes. It's that there. You know, some people want to be controlled, and some people want to be in control, and that ultimately it's giving control to God, not trying to take it for yourself. Right. And then, or not allowing other people to control you that's why a lot of preachers want you to go to church so they can preach at you if they can teach you they can control you right so you got to go back and learn some more about the bible you got to go back and learn some more about the bible rather than letting the teacher within teach you yeah and they're supposed to point you to that but they need you to keep coming back so they can get money from you or whatever right right that's why you shouldn't have a teacher (laughs) you should have a, a teacher within so I got a question about the control thing. Um, this has to do with raising a family, because I'm planning to raise a family um, very soon. And I want to know, like, so my father, uh, he taught me uh, pretty well, I feel. I mean, I ended up okay. Uh, but my siblings didn't. They're going crazy with the whole Black Lives Matter thing. I got one brother who's got a kid out of wedlock, and he's yeah. just bouncing back and forth between uh, drugs and feeling ashamed and then all that stuff. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, how did we all come out of the same family? Like, was it, like, what, what happened there? Is that like an individual thing? It, does every person individually responsible for themselves in that way? Or is this like, did my dad do something wrong? Like, what do I do when I have kids? So you kids? came out perfect? No, not by Were any means. Were you at one time? Um... I didn't follow any rules. So you... Uh, I was a rebel. He was a rebel. Yeah. I like rebels better because a rebel has a chance to overcome. They, they see injustice. They know that is wrong, and they rebel against it. But a conformist, they see the injustice, and it's too much to handle. They give in to it. And those are the ones that end up on drugs and, and what are babies out of wedlock and all that kind of yeah. stuff because they gave in to it. But at least a person that is a rebel is going to ask questions. Mm-hmm. They're going to doubt some of this stuff. And they go, uh-uh, this is crazy. And eventually, you, as you get older, you'll see God. And it looked like God has set aside in every family, it seems. Mm-hmm. One or two of the kids put aside, set aside for him to bring them back. So, and most of the time, it, it is the child that rebelled against the parents and all that kind of stuff because they knew it was wrong. Mm-hmm. So do I have a responsibility then to like just keep sharing with them the truth? Or Your do responsibility I have to... now is to be an example. Uh-huh. And if you're around them and they're having a conversation, whatever the truth is, you should be honest about it. Okay. Just don't resent. But, and the light will shine through you, and if they are seeking it, they will see it. All right. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you don't owe them anything, but you be an example. Be mm-hmm. right and do right. And somewhere down the family line there someone may ask well how are you doing this you know how are you free mm-hmm. you know i noticed you don't get angry what happened you'll be able to guide them in the right way so should i raise my kids as rebels no <laughs> <laughs>
You should just be the light so that they will be able to come to you. They will see that and they will be close to you and they will be fine. All right. They will become whatever you are because the spirit of God is guiding you. So they will be guided by that. But if Satan is guiding you, they will be guided by that. Okay. Be a perfect example for your kids. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Are you getting married soon? I'm married. Oh, that's your wife? Yeah. Amazing. And so is he, is he an alpha or beta? There's only two options? Is he, is he alpha or beta? What do you think? What am I? Tell him. No, go ahead. Use whatever term you want then. Answer and explain. She's like, do you really want me to tell the truth? He's kind of more of like a sigma. Like he can kind of adapt to whatever. You know, you explain. I don't know. He's like a what now? I don't know. She's saying I'm an alpha, but I don't belong to a group. What's she saying? Is it, am I wrong? Yeah, boss. Oh, man. Yeah, hey, so knows. how would you Hold describe on, your husband? So that way it's not just coming from me. How yeah, so would you describe your husband? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Who is that? Hmm? That's your brother? Say? No, but he knows what I'm talking about. Oh, how would you describe your husband? It, let's say that you're talking to the ladies of barn. No TV on, no nothing. And they were like, what kind of man are you? What, what type of husband you have? What would you say? You know, he's got a very strong, like, moral compass. I feel like, like he always knows the right thing to do. You know, he doesn't do it, like, 100% of the time, but he always knows what the right thing to do is and, you know, acknowledges it, you know. Even right. if he messes up, he's like, I knew what I should have done. Like, you know, I... Next time I'll do better. You know, I really appreciate that. Oh, okay. Amazing. Um, when you say he doesn't do it right all the time, according to who? You or him? Oh, himself. Like, oh, he'll he's, even admit it. Like, oh, I did wrong. You know? okay. but, but he really he makes the right choice most of the time. I mean, he's really grown a lot since we So he's a good met. man, huh? Yeah. A decent man. Yeah. Right on. And have you overcome your anger? Um, well, I forgave my parents. I've been doing the silent prayer most of the yeah, most most of the time. But not uh, all the time. Yeah, I miss a day here and yeah, there. Yeah, you should but, do it all the time. Yeah, I every should, morning, I should, every night. Yeah. Do you give your husband hell sometimes for no reason? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and why? I still have to. I have a long way to go. I have to keep. Like, you have a long it, way to go. Like where? <laughs> you know. Yeah, where, I where feel it's like a long way. You know, I don't always. I you know. I have those, you know, habits. I go back to those times, you know, when I was more angry, you know, and I, like, almost have that, like, kind of muscle memory. Like, sometimes just certain situations, like, just make me really angry. And yeah. instead of resisting, you know, if I'm tired, if I'm anything, you know, I just give in to the, you know, the angry impulses. So sometimes oh, I, I, see. But I But I'm really trying to. But when you do, don't make it a big deal. Mm. Just know that because you just believed into a thought. That's mm. all. Just realize, yeah. you know what? Like your husband does, that's stupid. Uh, I, that's true, I should have done that. Mm -hmm. But don't judge yourself. Don't let Satan telling you you're falling back. Don't have an opinion about it. It's enough to see it, but don't have an opinion about it. And it, it'll blow your mind. Because we can't have, an, as children of God, we can't have an opinion about anything or anyone. We would be able to see, but we can't have an opinion about it. We can't judge it. So when you do have those issues, don't judge them. All right? And don't, don't let Satan put you yeah. down about him. Thanks. Just notice it. Not a big deal. Get up and brush yourself off and keep going. And it's amazing when you live that mm -hmm. way.
Black Lives Matter. Did he snap his hand? Uh, Hermes and then Mark, and then I come to you. And we, okay. Hermes changed his mind. Hermes changed his mind? Oh, okay. Yes, Mark. I was going to respond. Then I want to get to my biblical question here. Yes. I wanted to respond to the question about um, just a general idea, like what happened to the blacks? They were supposed to be doing super well after slavery, and then now they're not. You said the Civil Rights March. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to find any answers that way because it's based on a lie, and it's based on about anger. About the family thing? About they definitely destroyed the family. They had to get rid, like they do with the white man. They want to get rid of the white man, mm-hmm. and when you get rid of the man, you can get God out of the life of the family. Sure, his representation, right? And yes. so they definitely did that. Okay, but what I mean is, for example, the caravans, right? You have thirteen thousand people or something jumping on there. I think it's they're like, if you go here, you can go live in the states. We'll all come in. You get free. You know, don't worry about it. You can't really blame those people for doing that. You know what I mean? Of course, they're weak and they shouldn't do that individually. It leads them to destruction. I right. agree. Yeah. But my point is it doesn't make sense. It never makes sense. Today, people are rioting over George Floyd. The guy who killed him is rotting in a cell on suicide watch. What do they want? You know what he I mean? They say no there. justice. Or no. It's like he's in jail. He yeah. was, <laughs> he's in jail. He's facing murder charges. Yeah. Then I, I was talking with someone, and they brought up Walter Scott. I said, that guy's rotting in a prison cell for 25 years. Why are you saying no justice? Because people don't care about what what's is, actually real, right. what's actually happening. They're just angry. They've been trained that white people are afraid. Yes. And over the years, they've been testing it. They've been taking their stuff away from them and holding their head up so everybody can see it. They cut off the white man's throat, head, and hold it up. Over the years... I remember the the guy that on the baseball team or basketball team, whatever it was. Donald Sterling. Yeah. And they, they made a mockery of him. They said, look, if y'all mess with us, this is what's going to happen. And the white people were like, oh, I'm scared. And then they did it to someone else and someone else until they realized that the whites are not, they had the knockout games. Remember that? Yeah. They were going around knocking out white people. No one did anything about that. If something had been done about that and cut it off right, right then, we wouldn't have gotten to this point. But they've been doing it's like the Taliban's. You know the Taliban, all our people, they'll cut your head off and they'll hold you up in the news so everybody can see it. And they, that's put fear. And over the years, it's been happening to the whites. Because I've been saying this for 30 years now. White people, y'all need to start speaking up. I've been writing about it and saying it. You don't know what you're doing because when you're weak, you bring out the worst in a person. When you weak, when when parents are weak with their children, they uh, they make they bring out the worst in the children. Instead of bringing out love, they start to hate the parents for it. Black people hate white people because they're weak, and they've been lied to about the whole called slavery thing and all that. But white people are weak, and it's just bringing the worst out of the blacks. I mean, yeah, out of the blacks. You can't be weak. You cannot be weak. How many men get beat up by their wives every other week? Y'all won't say, huh? <laughs> but, and I'm noticing women jumping on men and beating them up in the stores now, in the airport, anywhere. Because you brought out the worst in them by not standing up for yourself. Sure, yeah. 
Do you agree that it's not based on anything true, like, well, right, the best of Mexicans, whatever? It, uh, it doesn't... It's all lies. It's yeah, not yeah, even that, real. that's all I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. It's all it's lies. It's not even real. That's what I wonder. How do they have a conversation they with They want justice, that? and the guy's on suicide watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're watching him so he doesn't kill himself, and they want... <laughs> I, I, I it's crazy, yeah. but that's the world. The world is the Old Testament, so it's it's insane. The new world is inside of us, but the world is crazy because Satan is the daddy. That's why. But that's why we must be born again to be in it, of it, but not. I mean, in it, but not of it. And you can be in the world and not of it. It's so amazing. All this stuff to be going on around you, and you can see that. I was telling James, my uh, uh, hate guy, that uh, I'm looking at all this stuff that's going on, and I can see how evil it is and how wrong it is. And Satan trying to tempt me to hate it because it's so wrong. It's just so wrong. It doesn't even make sense. And he's trying to tempt me to hate it, but I can't hate it. It's like something won't let it get inside of me and make me hate it. It's like I'm protected from the hate because... If you didn't have God on your side, you'd be hating this. You would be hating. And that's what they want. They want you to hate it. And that's what they're doing to the blacks. The blacks hate. That's why they're in this, doing what they're doing. Yeah, I agree. They don't care about that guy that's rotten in prison or anything. No, no. I, I, I pretty much unplugged after I just heard peaceful protests standing in front of a burning building. You know, peaceful protests. And the guy standing in front of a burning building. And I just knew I could see Satan trying to make me mad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could see him trying to make me mad. Yeah. And then just like out of curiosity, I, I, I went to leftist.com and all you see is the neck uh, or the knee on the neck. And they're saying, look at it. Yeah. Look at it. And it's like they're just making them mad. You know That's what I mean? Right. <laughs> That's why they keep them focused on it. Yeah. To make them mad. They keep showing it and showing it. But you've got to be born again so you doesn't, it doesn't take, over, take you over. You're absolutely right, man. Oh, man. Yes, Joel. Joel Black, I gotta let him speak. He might not be able to read, but he's black. <laughs> no, to answer Mike's question, I mean, Mike, Mark's question is, you know, they they never really wanted, they, they don't want justice. There is no justice right. for them. The reason. Not for the white man. You, you had Mike Cernovich on, and he said that he made a good point on the fact that they just want people to suffer like they are. So they just want suffering. There is no justice. So there is no end. You can keep giving them stuff, but it's not going to satisfy them because they don't want anything. They just this want is what suffer. hell looked like. Except in hell, there's no way out. You're there for eternity, killing each other, hating each other, doing all this stuff. So the world looked like what hell looked like. Except it's forever. All right? So... Put your hand down. I don't even know where to go. Let me do, let me get Ermis and then this young man that snapped his finger at me. You did. That's what I said. Black Lives Matter. Oh, okay. It's all right if you did. I don't mind. No, you can snap your finger. White Lives Matter too. You like get over here, boy. Uh, yes, Ermis. So I just want to respond to this gentleman's. Uh, question about what happened to blacks yes i think you touched on it but if you look at the history of uh black folks the government has always 
has always stepped in to pr- protect them against injustice. Yeah. So to them, the government always looked like a defender or somebody that was looking out for them. And so they already had that relationship with the government. So since they had it, it was it was natural for them to basically seduce them with programs and welfare. Yeah. Because black, you know, when blacks at a certain point felt like they were mistreated by the law, and it was the government that stepped in and said, "Hey, you know what? We're going to make things right." So that made, that was right. But then beyond that, they went into the welfare and all the other stuff like you hit on. Absolutely. They should have never. If the men had not given into it, we wouldn't have this situation today. That's why, men, you are needed. You are the sons of God. You are needed. You got to protect your women and children. Really. Then the government and black folks and whomever can't come in and take over your family. You got to be strong, but you can only do it once you come back to the Father. Come back to the Father. Uh, let me take here, Frankie, and then, and then James, and then we got to start ending. Okay. Hey, what's up, hey, everyone? Is this your first time here? No. Oh, okay. No, I've been here before. Right on. Um, so, yeah, I'm a former paratrooper in the United States Army, and I kind of just wanted to piggyback, piggyback off what the young lady said over there okay. about arming yourself. Um, it's not really being talked about, but um, these groups, these radical groups, not just Black Lives Matter, but there's a ton of them, yeah. Antifa, yeah. a lot of splinter groups. Um, these groups are terrorists. They're all a terroristic group, Yeah. you know. And that needs to be addressed, but they are uh, targeting uh, former military uh, service members, 100%. Like, a lot of my friends are being targeted. A lot of my friends are in these groups. And uh, so make no mistake about it, a lot of them are, like, what you would call, like, weak and, like, you know, mama's boys and stuff. Yeah. But that's not the case for all of them, you know. And uh, Amazing. Yeah, so just... Just to kind of let that what be known. What would happen to the military men if they didn't bow down to these folks? Would their bosses get rid of them? Uh, no. I mean, they're still, it's, it's in the military as well. It's not just in former military. This this stuff is leaking into the military as well, these ideologies. Yeah. Um, a lot of the military uh, members are supporting this. Um, not all. Not all, but most. Not all, not all, not all. Yeah. Um, Amazing, so. man. Just be aware that that is the case. So, yeah. All right. Um, let me go to James real fast. Oh, this y'all let I forgot. Sorry, I have a quick question. Okay. I'll, I'll wait. And then I come to James. Go ahead, right here. I forgot about you. I'm sorry. I know. Um, I have a two-year-old son, and I had him not in marriage with his father. Right. Right. Should I? Because his father went on a different route, bad terms, drugs, and stuff. And I am actually met someone, and he's trying to be in my life now. Do I work on what I have with him or end that and try to work with what his, with his father? understand? Is the father will, still I be, will I still be in peace if I continue into a different relationship, even though, you know, I'm not with my son's dad? Or should I stop that and work on... What I have going with my son's dad. So is it? Is no. it this is my cousin. Oh, you keep pointing at him. I'm, no, I'm just pointing like just in cousin? general. This yeah. is my cousin. Yeah. He's black. I know. <laughs> well, you had this conversation before with my brother when he came with him. Oh, I did. Yeah. How you good to be so black and she's so white? Our grandfather messed it up. Our grandfather was Mexican. He married an Irish woman, and then the, the grand, our grandfather being Irish married a Filipino woman. And then uh, her mom married a Mexican. His 
her mom married a Mexican guy, and then my mom married a black guy. So now I'm Irish, Mexican, black. Well, it's a bunch of races right here. Bunch of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the world. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> so you want to know should you marry this guy or yeah. or deal with your ex? Right. Or work on it and and build. I wouldn't help. marry anyone at this point because the child needs you and his father. And since he's not, it sounds like he's not with his father. Well, no, he's his father's still in his life. We uh, we okay. were um, what we're doing it like half and half with our son. Um, can you wait and get married, like until your son is about eighteen years old? Yeah. She like yeah. Well, I'm. The, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what would be best. I don't know. It's what best you, not to marry. Not to get married. Yeah, since you already have a child. Because the soul of the child is yearning for his father and, and his mother. So he's not going to want anything between them. And if you get married or get involved with another guy, it's going to cause jealousy with him. He's going to hate you for it. So there's no working around it. It's just that I have, I, I can't. I mean, you can do, work around it and well, break the law and do it you anyway. Know, uh, break the law? I mean, do it anyway. Do get married? get married anyway, but you end up regretting it later because your your child would not like you for that. He's not going to like the stepfather because the soul want the real father. So then, so that is so he what, living with? Can he live with his father? Could he live with his father? Uh, no, well, no. I mean, I'm his mother. I would rather him be with his mom. But I do like he. I does the father want him to live with him? And no, that he know his father knows that he's not in the right. Like position to even have him to live with him, you know. Oh. He still lives with his sister, and you know he's still building himself. Right. Like he, ha- he's not even at the standards of a man should be. You know, if he could go and live with his father, if that was the case, then you could get married and go off to Tijuana. So or you're saying don't do it in front of my son. Don't build another relationship in front of my son, That's even right. though he's like two years old. Right. Okay. Don't do it. I recommend you not doing it. And then you you will be happy later that you did not do it. But if you do it, you're going to regret it because he's not going to like the stepfather. And he's not going to like you for bringing another man between the two of you. So, the, so work, you? I'm 23. Oh, you can wait until he's 18. Do you have to so, have a man right now? No, oh, no. I mean... Oh, no. <laughs> It's just difficult for a young woman when she didn't have her father so much in her life. I think that's just my battle. Like, I'm always probably looking for something to fill that. Right. Have you forgiven your father for not being there Yes, for you? I have my father in my life. Oh, yeah, good. I forgive him. And so why is it difficult then? I don't know. Well, What's maybe... What's difficult? Um... You know, well, I mean, I'm seeing it more clear now. Actually, that's why I'm actually asking you that question right because I've continued to let God into my life more now. And yeah. I think that's why I'm more seeing it clear and want answers for that. But I guess I'm answering it for myself. Yeah. If you love your earthly father, you love God. Everything's going to work out fine. Right. That's what. And, and that's why you shouldn't bring another, another reason not to bring another man into his life. God so that, can feel that spot. Yeah, he will. I don't need to find someone. God already. Yeah. That's right. That's what I know. I've been learning So that. tell that man you're done. Right. How long have you been dating him already? For like seven months now. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good. It hasn't been a year yet. <laughs> you got to let him go. Okay. Are you going to do it? 
Um, yeah, it's going to be hard, but and why? I just want what's best for me and my son. Yeah, that's what and that's what will happen. If you do the right thing, be right and do right, it'll be amazing. Right. But if you don't, it's going to be a mess. Right, I know. And you don't have to have a man right now. You have a child. And, and I have God. That's right. right. Uh-huh. That's right. And you're still young. Once your son is an adult man, if you want to get married, go and have some more babies real fast. So don't work it out with his father or just I let mean, his father be? Well, I don't know the like condition she- of the father. If he's on drugs and all that, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know what kind of risk I would take. But if the father want to see the son, the son want to see the father, I would definitely wouldn't be in the way of that. That no. way your son would stay peaceful. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. That's what I, I wouldn't take his father away from him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and when you say work it out, you mean for you and him, the father? Or? Yeah, to, oh, for, for my son. To, oh, you know? should you get with the father? And and work on, because I mean, with who I'm with right now, I'm working on him, and it's like, should I stop working on him and work on, you know, why? So you why? working on another man? Right, exactly. That's what I'm what saying. What kind of work are you doing on him? <laughs> That's God. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like I'm wrong, and I should, should I stop working on, if I'm going to work on something right, it should be with his father, right? <laughs> what kind of work are you doing on this man, God? <laughs> Anger. Anger. He's angry. He's he's he has a lot. He lets his temper get to him, you know. And you trying to save him? I'm trying to get him into God. Like get rid of that man. Yeah. You can't. Women can't save men. She playing mama. She is. Yeah. Let him go. And you can't even work on your the baby daddy either. You be a good example. You be honest with him, but you can't work on him. He's younger than her. Who? Well, the one I'm seeing right now. Oh, uh, what else to this story? I can't pass the mic. Get <laughs> <laughs> away from me. Is there more? Oh, no. Are you sleeping with him too? I we actually stopped. I've told let him know that I like didn't last want. Last night you knew you were going to church. And no, no. I'm I'm trying to change my ways in God's ways, right, and right. I told him if I want a future for myself and to see a future, that's the only way I feel like God will bless me is if I give away that. That's right. Yeah, before marriage. But so is he I, younger than you? He's twenty. I'm twenty-three. Mama. That's what he's been telling. Yeah, he's going to become a little boy with you eventually. Yeah. And you're not going to like him for that. No, I don't. So let him go. Mm-hmm. All right? Tell him, let the anger go, but you need to let him go. And God love you. He'll guide you the right way. And if ever you need to get married, he'll make it possible. Right, I know. And with, your, with the boy's daddy, you can't work on him either. You can be honest with him, but not work on him. And don't play God. So I could I could still like see it like see if he, even with if I'm not married like with his father I just have my son like you know will my son still or should I just be like God is gonna watch over him because that's what how my my mentality's been is that God's just watching over my son and he's gonna you know for a future wise as long as you don't hate the son's father right you don't hate I anyone don't hate him. and and, and uh, that if your spirit is of love. That's going to be passed down to your son. Okay. He will see, when you're with the father, he will see that you don't hate his no, father. No, I don't hate him. And he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't have an anger in your heart. Right. All right. I forgave his father. Just be concerned about that. It'll be fine. Okay. All right. Are you doing the silent prayer? Uh, no. I've, this is my first time here. This is your first time here? Yeah. He, oh, yeah. amazing. <laughs> well, make sure you do the silent prayer dot video. Okay. Uh, on Apple. Okay. Do you know about that? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, make sure you tell about it. Help him find it.
and start doing that, and I'm telling you, amazing things will happen. But don't bring another man in the life of your son. All right? Right. Okay. okay. Good. And let that little boy go. I know. <laughs> She's like, I want to get a mic away. <laughs> um, let me tell you, James, uh, online stuff. Yes, James. So a bunch of super chats, but we'll read a few and then the rest for tomorrow. Okay. R- Rob Bob Kim says, I hate being told not to hate. <laughs> well, they <then> hate. <laughs> I think because, you know, the left always accused the, the right of hating. Oh. So he's traumatized by that. Yeah. Um, Rufio, Rufio says, what is friendship? It seems fake to me. A friendship is someone that don't have anger, nothing but love, and, and they can be honest with you and with themselves, but don't judge. And they will be there no matter what, and they will not judge you. Aries says, how do I know that I really forgave my mother? I want to tell her I forgive, but I'm afraid that I just say the words and don't mean it so nothing changes. When you realize that you do have that anger and you can't help yourself, it will help you realize your mother couldn't help herself, and that will cause you to go and forgive. That's how you know. Joe asks, if we are in the world but not of the world, should we let the children of Satan destroy because we have no love of the world? No. That's why I'm telling you guys, and ladies, y'all need to run for politics. You need to get involved so we can have the right kind of people making the laws. You need to become police officers and things like that. And that way, you will be protected because Christians are hated. These people hate God. And so they hate God's children. And they will pass laws that will put you in slave. They'll put you in jail. So you need to get in positions where you can help make the right kind of laws, create the right kind of law. You yeah. definitely should. I'm working on becoming a police officer like uh, the woman. Oh, good. Yeah, I know other people who are becoming police officers as well. So I'm glad to hear that. Yes. Ralphie 14 says, hi, Jesse and everybody watching. My question is, why do you say that we should let go of the Bible and everything someone knows? In my opinion, I think the Bible is the word of God and it is necessary to read. Um, you don't have to let it go because I pick it up once in a while I read it, but don't hold on to what you read because it only builds the intellect. It makes you think you know what you don't really know. And, uh, and then so you become aware of good and evil and that's not good. All right. So you can read it, but put it down. Don't try to remember it. Am I right? Uh, what's that boy's name? Will. 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 Am I right about that, Will? Uh, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> what point is wrong about that? Uh, have y'all seen Will lately? Is this? I like it. I like it. I still think that reading the Bible is extremely beneficial to Should the Christian walk. To remember? No. Nah. So just let it go through. Don't. don't. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a roadmap. It's going to point you straight to Jesus Christ. And where is Jesus? He's sitting on the right-hand throne of heaven with the Lord right now. And where is heaven? Uh, I, I guess right above us. <laughs> so, do you, I guess. Do you know he's inside of you? Yes, I do. Okay. That's where the Bible points to. Amen. All right. He's inside of you. It's a roadmap back to within. All right. Look within, you'll be fine. Okay, real fast. I got to start right now. Our friend Maria asks, can Jesse wish president, the president a happy birthday? I'll do that tomorrow okay. on the show. The Great White Hope birthday today. Yeah. Thank you. All right, thanks. Um, 
Is this your first time here? Oh, may I ask you something? Okay. Have you overcome your anger? Yes. And you went and forgave? Yes. Who did you forgive? Forgave my mom and my dad. How did that go? Okay. So what's bothering you now? Nothing. You're free? Yes. Oh, good. And happy. Amazing. Are you... As a white lady, are you afraid the black's going to get you? No. When you see a black, do you what you do? Smile. Wave. Like. <laughs> oh, there's a black. But I do that, I do that with, oh, with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think with the masks on, we don't see anything but just the eyes. I know, huh? I, and uh, the heart. You like thanking God for the mask, huh? Am I what? You, you're happy about the mask? No. Oh, you're not? I told the guy at the gas station yesterday that you don't have to wear a mask now. He was like, no, but it's coming back. It's coming back. I said, it's not coming back, man. He's all sweating and everything. Any question for me? Just thank you. Thank you for sharing the, your love of God and reminding of us of what we have in us. Right on. Thank you for that. You're totally and welcome. thank you for living that model. Thank you. And I'm glad and speaking that speaking so loud. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I'm glad you're here. Be sure to come back again. Thank you. What's your impression of your brother? I love him. Is he beta? No. He's alpha? He was. Oh, he was. Good. Right on. He's a good man. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. So let me do this. I got to get to the biblical question because we are totally run out of time, all right? Uh, anybody here for the first time want to ask me something real? That's something going on in your life when you want to... Anybody? First time? No? Okay. If I were born in America, but I'm not white, am I a minority? What do you say to that? No. I'm not a minority? No. And why do you say no? Because I'm American. doesn't matter what color I am or what, what ethnicity I am. Amazing. Had you thought about that beforehand? No. Yeah. Um, what do you say? Uh-huh. There's no such thing as white. There's no such thing as white? It doesn't exist. It's a made-up illusion. Well, who are these white people? <laughs> so are the black the, people mad at the idea, white people that don't idea, even exist? It, 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 over... Decades and decades, that idea has changed more and more. It's like, is an Italian a white person? Is a Turkish person a white person? It's just, it's, it's all a made-up thing. Uh, James Slav- said that there are Mexicans who are white. French people are not the same. You know, they, the, 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 the British and the French have been killing each other for centuries. They're not the but same let's people. just pretend for now that okay, they're sure. all white people. No, we're all, we're all if, Americans. If I was born in America, but I'm not white, let's the, pretend white people are white. Am, was- am I a minority? Absolutely not. Her answer was perfect. For yeah. Americans. Absolutely. Had you ever thought? Had you thought about that beforehand? Sure. Oh, okay. Over here in the back. Yeah. What do you say to that? I'm gonna say yes. If you're not white and you're born in America, then you are a minority. And why and do you say that? Paperwork. <laughs> People will say, paperwork. "Hey, this is a minority-owned business." You know, like special scholarships or you know handouts. Or if you're not white, oh, okay. you know, click the I box, your you're a minority. Sammy, what do you say to that? 
Um, that's a good question because I had never thought about it before. I just accepted it like, oh, I'm a minority. Yeah. But I realize I'm not. Oh, good. So, yeah, I'm not a minority. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, welcome home, man. Thank you very much. You still living in Kentucky somewhere? Oh, no, uh, Nashville, yeah. Nashville. Oh, good. I'm from Kentucky. Oh, you're from Kentucky? Yeah, yeah. This is my second time here. Right on. Good to see you. Yeah. A quick thing about that is we need to get rid of all that nonsense about thinking about thinking you're a minority. None of that matters yeah. whatsoever. If you're born in America, you're an American. Yes, you could still be culturally something else and acknowledge your heritage. That's a completely okay. But there's it's the fact that you have to get pulled up. It's again, it's the thought of Satan in you thinking, you know, they're oh, I'm a minority. Do I have these advantages? And you're thinking, and your brain's full of this. Why can't you just be a person? And you should be. Uh, based off of your success, your education, how you know how how you carry yourself, what kind of person you yeah. are, should be uh, what reflects. So I'm gonna. It's the question shouldn't even is is prefaced to invoke things like that. So I just say even throw that throw the biblical question out and just say that we're all amazing. We're all doing it. So you want me to throw, get rid of the biblical? Yeah, we're throwing this biblical question out. <laughs> the reason that I brought this up was a young man in Arkansas. Grace, what do you say to that? I gotta ask Grace. That grace is sufficient for thee. Oh, oh amazing grace. Um, no. And why uh, do you say no? Um, because we're American. You know, uh, we live here. We, I think it's a you know we they try to control us with words and try to make absolutely it look like it's like less than like a minority. So it makes automatically makes you feel like you're a low class or below the height or you know what I'm absolutely. saying. Absolutely. Like Do you majority. know, that's what made me think of this. Uh, this young man in Arkansas asked me that question. And I realized when I was growing up, I never thought of myself as a minority. I don't even remember hearing the word minority. It was only when we moved to when I moved to California and they start coming up with that. And what it does, it does the same thing that it does when, it, when you say you're an African-American or Hispanic-American and all that. It separates you from your country it caused you to feel like you're not a part of it. But you are, if you were born in this country, I don't care what color you are, male or female. If you were born here, you are an American. You are an American. You're not a minority of anything. But they do that to divide and conquer. And that's what ha- one, another thing that happened to the blacks. They started feeling like African-Americans rather than Americans. They started to feel that Africa is their homeland, not America. But so they played another trick on us by saying that we are minorities or we are African-American. I noticed they're trying to do it to the Hispanics now. You're Hispanic-American and now you're Puerto Rican-American and people fall for it. It's the words. You are being controlled by words. When you wake up, you will start to overcome that. You really will. That's how Satan controls you with words, name calling and all that kind of stuff. You're absolutely right. Um, oh, Frankie. I know I saw your hand a long time ago. Go ahead. You take your mind? Oh, okay. I have a quick question, Jesse. So, yes. Yes. Um, so about the gun thing. So I guess I was just thinking, like, I know you agree with the Second Amendment, which is I do too. It's fine. But um, Jesus, did, did he walk around with, like, swords and knives and, like, was he, like, a killer against people who were trying to kill him? Well, I don't know if he walked around with him. But he definitely supported it. 
you know, he support that you should be armed to protect yourself. Yeah, absolutely. It's just common that? sense. You should protect yourself from evil, from the people. Uh, so you, you, do you believe you should be armed? Mm, I don't. I, I'm not. I don't feel strongly about it. If it happens, I mean, at some point in my life, I'm sure. But now that they're trying to get rid of the police, get rid of the cops. I mean, that's not going to happen. What? So, will you arm yourself? If that happens, yeah. If that should happen, you will. Yeah. But just on a on a natural basis, you don't feel like you should be armed. I mean, I don't know if I'm if I would be able to kill someone, like shoot someone. How about if they were about to kill you? Would you shoot them? Probably not. Amazing. I mean, you know. Well, you cannot leave your kids at home with her. (laughs) While you're at work. (laughs) Did you know that? And you knew she didn't. You better get some training. No, no, I I agree in the sense that. Oh, you don't think she should be armed? No, I agree in the sense that. (laughs) Beta! No, I do. No, Long man, Grace. I do agree. You should be armed, and I'm, I'm 100 for the Second Amendment. But I, I do believe you should know when it's time for you to get a gun. If you know yourself and you know you can't control yourself, then you shouldn't be getting a gun. But I do believe that it's necessary to have one, especially with all that's going on now. I'm not against it, and everybody's always fighting me on it. Like, why are you against it? <laughs> I'm not against it, but it's like if you don't, you shouldn't just get it because. You know, everybody's like, you need to get it. You know, you, you got to know yourself. Thank you. Do you agree with that, Grace? Um, I, I would want my husband to have a gun. You would not? I would want my husband to have Oh, you to want him gun. to be armed, but not you? Yes, but I mean, that's... But how about if he has to go to work? Can he leave it at the house, or would he have to take it with him? Um... I just don't find it's logical here. Like I'm, I, I'm thinking practically. Like just okay, it would have to be in a safe. If someone comes and breaks in, then I would have to go to the safe. I mean, I wouldn't have time for all of that. So just, I think it's a false sense of security. But you don't have way. to put it in a safe. Just don't tell them. The cops like when when they investigate me murdering someone. Just say, I was defending myself. My husband's at work. Huh? You can tell me your husband was at work. And they're gonna be like, "How did you get to the safe?" And you like, can you can say spousal abuse or something. <laughs> what do you mean? We gotta get Grace trained so she can have confidence with a gun. It's so nice having a gun, Grace. It really is. But you need to be trained. That's what needs to be. And what Don't if you have kids? I mean, she doesn't. I agree. I mean, I, it's necessary to be trained. I agree. Um, she doesn't feel like it's. She doesn't feel like it's necessary for her to get one right now, and you know she shouldn't be forced to, you know, get one just because she's everybody's pressuring her to get one. Who is everybody? But I do agree. I mean, we have conversations. You know, we have. Oh, you and your friends. Yeah, everybody. Oh. We have conversations, and everybody means well. Nobody's trying to be hurtful. They're trying to be helpful. Oh, okay. Um, but oh, amazing. you know, I do. Feel, I I do feel like sometimes people get so caught into it ego-wise, and then trying to get into it, like, oh, you need to, and they're, like, pumping it, and it's just the wrong spirit, so. Oh, okay. I just feel like it's Yeah, you want to be sensible about it, so, but I recommend it, and so maybe once you got trained with it, uh, you feel good about it, and then you wouldn't mind, because it's nice to be able to shoot. (laughs) 
It's so nice. I gotta, I gotta end. I really have to. Let me just say, if you're born in America, you are America, American. You're not minority. That's the world mess in order to control you. Just know that. Just think about it. You were born here. This is your land. And they get mad when you don't say African-American and all that, but you are an American. You're not a minority. That's control. Yes. I was talking to my mother the other day, and, you know, I, I forgave her, so I don't have Oh, hold on a minute. Real fast. <laughs> yeah, it's quick. I was talking to my mother the other day, and I don't have anger, be, you know, because I forgave her, obviously. But I told her, uh, you know, even though I'm part black and part whatever else, uh, white, I said, if you call yourself an African American, you're not born in Africa. You're an idiot. You know, you're just you're not. Uh, That's right. Yeah, you're just an American. Yep. That's the country you're from. Just like if you were from Africa, you'd be African. Yeah. And yeah. But that's what I got to end though. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Your mama gonna beat you up. <laughs> you better leave mama alone. Uh. But you are American, all right. So I am so out of time. Thank you all for tuning in. Let me make the announcement. What 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 are the announcements, Ermers? Um, we have, was this morning? Is it this Thursday? Is this the third Thursday? Yes. Y'all want to meet your ladies? Yes. Okay. At 7 p.m. this Thursday, we're having a women's forum. Amazing. I hope they don't burn down some more before that. And then we go back on a curfew or something. We, we will have it next month. Can I do a quick plug? The first Thursday. I'm sorry? Okay. About you recommending for people to get into politics, I, I recently saw a news interview with, um, oh geez, let me, with uh, Deanna Lorraine, and you had her as a guest in 2017 on Fallen State, and she was the uh, uh, dating coach. And uh, I saw her run for politics. She ran for mayor of San Francisco, and I saw about a week ago an interview with her after the race, so she lost. But. When she was on your show in 2017, she was not political at all. But you could tell when she was in this interview, she was mimicking your uh, teachings. And she, I'm just saying, you really affected her. And she's, oh, she's doing it. She's, she's getting into politics. Right and, on. Yeah, I hope a lot we of other people that. are too. Yeah. We need you. Y'all need to get involved in politics. You really do. Become school teachers and don't teach in the inner cities. But <laughs> teach the way up. But we need decent people in the world too, running the world. Don't, if St. Children run the world, it's over. It really is over. All right? So we are having a women's forum this Thursday at 7 p.m. Uh, thank you for your support. We really need your support. Thank you so much. Uh, you can go to rebuildingtheman.com slash church. We have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. And we're, t- we're doing in-house counseling by phone and um, FaceTime. All right? So if you need counseling, let us know. Yes, Hermes? Oh, it is? Can they use the one upstairs? Okay. There's one upstairs. Uh, so, thank you for that, folks. Let us hear from you. My brand new biblical question is Would you lay down your life for your brother? If so, what does that mean? Who here would lay down their life for their brother? Meaning, like other people in the world? You would. Well, you've been in the military, right? Yeah. How about you? Did I see a hand over here somewhere? Oh, you would. Okay. Would you lay down your life for your brother? Yeah, I would. What does that mean? It means fighting for what's right, I believe. 
You mean you would lay down your physical life for them? Yeah, if it were the right thing to do. Oh, okay. I, not for the Black Lives Matter people. Right, I don't blame you. <laughs> They'll take your life. Right. Would you do that, Daniel? Would you lay down your life for your brother? Oh, I was thinking about joining the Marines. <laughs> oh, good. Is that, like, is, that the, is that the same thing? Yeah. Not quite, but that's a good thing. <laughs> and you said you're laying your life for your brother. It's like you're representing the country. Seems like the same thing. But. Oh, okay. The young man in the blue shirt, way in the back, next to the, the guy in the white shirt. Would you lay down your life for your brother? <laughs> I sure would. And what does that mean to lay down your life for your brother? Uh, if I if I call someone uh, my brother that uh, isn't in fact my brother through blood, um, that person uh, that person probably has the same mission that I do. Yeah. So uh, if uh, I have to lay down my life uh, for that person, I, I can know in my in my conscience and my spirit that uh, I may be gone, but uh, I, I may have saved his life, and he's going to continue that that uh, that mission. Uh, Would you lay it down for your enemy? That's a better question, huh? Well, I, I think I'm going to switch the brother thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put enemy. Oh, <laughs> would I lay it down for my... Uh, no, I wouldn't. And would if, not. if that makes me a sinner, um, that's uh, between me and God. But uh, <laughs> but no, I wouldn't. No, no. Do you love your enemy? I know I should, but uh, that that's um, that's just one of those uh, complexities of, of life that uh, you have to work through, you know. So, do you love your enemy? Do I? No, obviously not. No, I do not. Uh, no, I, this is your first time here. Yes, sir. Any questions for me? Um, I do. <laughs> uh, I, I was I was kind of nervous to ask. Uh, you've spoken, I, I've listened to your podcast um, many times. Right. I've spoken, or you've spoken many times about not being in your thoughts or not to think. Uh, I, for one, uh, I believe that men um, are, are critical thinkers and, and methodical planners. Um, and it's, it's been demonstrated throughout history, you know, to, to the earliest points. Um, it, it's, it's hard for me to just kind of misforgive my thoughts or stop them when I, I believe it's in my true nature. I would even call it an alpha tendency to, to be methodical and and, and be a, a deep thinker. And what is a criti- uh, critical thinking? Critical thinking? Uh, I guess um, the best way to, to, to articulate that would be um, critical thinking would be uh, taking risk. Or taking a risk, but like what, for example, uh, just taking a calculated risks. Like, uh, like a, it can either be a, a, a business uh, a proposition, um, or, or even something just like a, a relationship between myself and a female. Um, that's that's a risk in itself. Um, you say that again? Yeah. Um, but um, or or just the the next thing that's going to come out of my so mouth. So critical that, thinking is thinking about whether you want to to take a risk with a business. Yes. And so you would think about it how before you took the risk? What would you think about? I would calculate the the positives and negatives uh, if it works out or if it doesn't work out in the long term. But how would you picture. know what they are if it hasn't happened yet? Um, I understand your question. I, I, I believe that there's nothing new under the sun. So I would have to take other people's examples 
and I would have to use those comparisons to my own and and, and so you were, you were, if someone else say I failed, and here's why I failed. Yes. You would listen to that, and you would think about that? I would look at why they failed. And then, would you determine if you should continue with the business or not? Yes. Oh, uh, that would be bad, man. So you don't, you don't believe in, I guess, taking a, a, a sample, or not a sample, but... Um, what you don't realize is that most people, when they, they fail because they had an issue. Sure. It doesn't mean you're going to fail. You should have the same business. But they failed because they were in there doing the critical thinking as well. Or maybe they took bad advice from someone. Sure. Because people, when they give you advice, 99% of the time they're giving you their negative advice, their bad advice, their fears and their doubts and their that. But if you come out of your head and just live in front of you, loving what's right and doing right, you can't fail that way. If you don't have a plan, because he will guide you and he will add to you and he will protect you from all the stuff that you critically thought about. If you just live in the presence of God, you cannot go wrong because you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring uh, uh, or yesterday is gone. So you don't know what the next thing is until it happens. Other than that, you don't even you don't know. That 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 I understand what you're saying. I mean that you have to have a. A fearless, you're basically, you're fearless in, in living day to day, and you're absolutely right. You, know? you just know you have to doubt every thought. Yeah. Do you create thoughts? Uh, yes. I'm How do creator. you create them? Um, <laughs> that's, uh, I guess I'm hardwired a, a specific way, and I just, I, I, I develop thoughts in my head. Oh, let me just tell you this. Any man that's into thoughts is a woman. <laughs> I, I can see why you would say that. Yeah, 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 yeah he has for sure. His mother's mindset. That's why he must be born again to overcome her mindset and return return to the logical mindset of the father. Sure. And the logical mindset of the father comes from God, not from Satan. Women get their thoughts from Satan. That's why they're never satisfied. They have fear. They have doubt. They have worry. They they are into the yesterday and all that because. They have the wrong mindset, but he will renew your mind and you will have a logical mind and a logical mind will just live in the present. Sure. So you don't create thoughts. You're not the uh, author of thoughts and they are not from God. They're from Satan. But you got that way when you are turned toward your mother, when you resented your father. I understand. And you would not be a good husband with a mind like that. Because women need men with logical mindset to help them to overcome that so that they can develop, can develop logical mind. That makes sense? That, yes, sir. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, so, one last ahead. thing, uh, and I, I hope I'm not going off on it. Uh, no, you're fine, man. Yeah. Uh, the Second Amendment, uh, owning guns, equally as important is uh, gun safety and training. Um, I'm completely for the Second Amendment, yeah. uh, but uh, just as much, yeah, gun safety and training is, is just is as important. So if you are an owner or if you're a new owner, uh, start watching those videos um, yeah. and, and familiarize yourself with that weapon and um, understanding that, that specifically the state laws, uh, self-defense in the state of California, it's a very litigious state. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and, um, and and just familiarize yourself with that weapon and, and, and self-defense rules if as well. If children were raised with fathers and mothers and and they saw their parents with guns and 
the parents were relaxed with them and they just did it. Would they need all that training from someone else once they become an adult? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, no. If there's a if there's a lax environment around gun, guns and in, yeah. in, within the household, yeah. Uh, no, I, I would uh, presume yeah. that the father and mother would take time to show these children the do's and don'ts. Well, you know uh, what happened, and uh, I'll end it after this, but when I was growing up, that's all I knew. Everybody had a gun. They had rifles, they had pistols, and they never taught me anything about a gun, you wow. know. And they would leave them laying around. Uh, they would set the rifle at the door. They didn't, and they never say, don't touch that gun. They never said that or anything. Wow. But it was just, and so when I grew up, I got my first gun at 15, and I went out and killed a squirrel without anybody having to train me because it just, it seemed natural to have a gun. It just, because everybody had guns, I guess. And nobody being trained or freaking out. I don't know anyone who killed anyone with a gun when I was growing up or anything. It seemed like another setup because you don't have the parents there to guide you. And they're making money off it. Now you have to yeah. be trained. They know all your personal business because you have to register. Sure. They know where you live. And then they tell you to lock it up in a box. Yeah. Why are you going to have a gun that you're going to lock up in a box? Yeah. I don't blame you, Grace. I don't want one either. <laughs> now if I had to go to the box to get the gun while the person breaking in the house. It's just all craziness. We need the family back so we can Absolutely. see by example how to be. Yes, sir. Because we were never taught all that thing, man, all that stuff. And everybody had guns. I don't know one household that did not have a gun. It just seemed natural to do it. Thank you for having me, sir. I yeah, appreciate I'm glad it. you came. Yes, How did you hear about us? Uh, Chris. Oh, good. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He white. He white. <laughs> Chris is, like, real white. He's skateboard white. Yeah, Chris is, like, this kind of white. <laughs> good morning, Jesse. Chris goes to lunch in the cafeteria, in the kitchen, and he made lunch like a white person. Oh, like, this is too white. He speaks white. America is beautiful. He makes his mouth move like a white person. He's like real white, but he's smart. He's something there. I'm glad you're here, man. All right, thank you for coming. All right. Don't forget, so we had counseling and all that, all right? Donate to the organization. Go to rebuildingaman.com or call 800-411-BOND. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thank you all for coming. I really, really appreciate it. So, Joel, coming with, Joel, coming with the offering plate, get ready. Ain't nothing free. <laughs>